Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Monday, September 13th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. Uh, number one, BTC is at $44,685.78, down 1.66%. Ethereum at number two, $3,260.05, down 2.04%. At number three, Cardano, $2.43, down 6.01%. Binance Coin number four, $398.62 down 2.32%. Tether at number five, $1. Number six, XRP, $1.7, 1.46% down. Number seven, Solana, $159.93 down 9.69%. Polkadot at number eight, $35.33 up 10.82%. Number nine, Dogecoin, 23 cents, down 1.44%. And last but not least, number 10, USD coin, $1. Let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got is fear at 44. Yesterday was fear at 32. Last week was extreme greed at 79, and last month was extreme greed at 76. Let's take a look at the topics for today. We got five articles. Article one, how El Salvador's Bitcoin adoption could empty it of its US dollar reserves. Article two, NFTs, what they are and how they will impact photography. Article three, is gold dead? Bitcoin price to hit levels we cannot imagine. Ronald Peter Stolfer. Article 4. Bitcoin isn't far from its peak, but here's some hodling advice for investors. And the main topic for today is from getting robbed of millions to even losing then lives. These influencers and Bitcoin traders have paid a very heavy price for flaunting excessive wealth on Instagram. All right. Before we get into the articles, I just want to say thank you so much for coming into Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you're catching me on the podcast, you can catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Leave a rating and a review. It does help the channel. If you're in the YouTube space watching the videos, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out. And if you have any questions or any requests, just leave a comment down below, and I can do my best to give you the update on cryptocurrency. So let's take a look at article one. How El Salvador's Bitcoin adoption could empty it of its US dollar reserves. El Salvador's Bitcoin gamble could start a chain reaction that drains the nation of its dollar reserves, an economic expert has forecast. After the country's Bitcoin law came into effect on Tuesday, 7 September, economic forecasters expect the majority of Salvadorans to immediately change the Bitcoin they receive into U.S. dollars. Tuesday's crypto market crash will only reinforce this attitude. To facilitate mass conversion of Bitcoin to dollars, the Central Reserve Bank of El Salvador has been stocked with $150 million worth, an inadequate amount that will need to be continually topped up. Speaking to Yahoo Finance, economist Daniel Maneuver said that a worrying dynamic will commence, where El Salvador will experience a constant outflow of U.S. dollars and constant inflow of Bitcoin. A hardwired process where El Salvador systematically accumulates Bitcoin will pay off spectacularly if the price of the cryptocurrency keeps rising.
However, if it falls through, it could be devastating and leave the nation with few options to salvage its economy. This has led Munover, a global debt specialist, to claim that Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele is pay- playing YOLO on the state level. He highlighted President Bukele's Twitter reaction of buying the dip when Bitcoin fell approximately 20% as an example of the spe- speculator uh, attitude. Munover, who was an assistant to former Greek finance minister, Yanis Varoukafakis, cited this as revealing the Salvadoran's leaders' disregard for public resources. Steve Hankey, the former economic advisor to Ronald Reagan, echoed the sentiment in a tweet that read, it's easy to speculate with taxpayers' money. Bitcoin is expected to be continue its sharp fluctuations over the coming months. Jake Ujestik, chief market analyst at TrendSpider, told Yahoo Finance UK that major news catalysts like El Salvador's crypto gamble will lead to extreme volatility in Bitcoin in the short term. This is going to diminish enthusiasm for holding and transacting Bitcoin within El Salvador. Maneuver suggested that the Salvadoran government assume they can handle the short-term volatility of Bitcoin and profit from predicted long-term appreciation of the cryptocurrency against the dollar. However, in contrast to this, he added that many Salvadorans are in a level of poverty that can't absorb that kind of volatility, leading to a common disposition of cash out their Bitcoin immediately for U.S. dollars. The subsequent dollar outflow could lead El Salvador to attempt to borrow more from the International Monetary Fund to meet domestic demands, pay off international debts, and for importing goods. El Salvador is in debt distress, and the IMF has already set indicative fiscal restructuring targets for the nation to be granted a loan request of $389 million. Munover said that IMF would be very unlikely to supply further aid unless President Bukele's administration undertook a fundamental fiscal restructure. The former advisor to the Colombian Ministry of Finance went on to describe how the IMF is a very conservative organization, and if the guarantees are not there to repay a loan, then the IMF will not lend the money. The IMF would hold two aspects of President Bukele's Bitcoin law as problematic. The law facilitates international Bitcoin holders who want to cash out their BTC for U.S. dollars without paying capital gains tax in their own jurisdictions. Also, according to Maneuver, the new law will allow transactions between Bitcoin wallets for large purchases that skirt anti-money laundering regulations. If the Salvadoran government has a fiscal regime that facilitates money laundering, then global finance will not want to deal with them. The IMF cannot be seen to be irresponsibly exposing the public's resources of a global institution to the economic gamble that is unfolding in El Salvador, he said. This leaves President Bukele's administration with limited options for replenishing the outflow of dollars from state reserves. In the short term, he may even have to rely upon the Bitcoin inflow for money laundering purposes, critics say. El Salvador may eventually have to default on their international and financial agreements. However, this outcome could be completely reversed if the gamble pays off and the value of Bitcoin keeps appreciating against an increasingly inflationary dollar. Bitcoin, because of its limited supply of 21 million coins, has been deemed the antidote to inflationary fiat currencies. After multiple Federal Reserve stimulus packages, Bitcoin is becoming increasingly attractive as a hedge against inflation.
The limited supply of the cryptocurrency encouraged Edward Snowden to tweet on the day that El Salvador's new law came into effect that Bitcoin's design massively incentivizes early adoption and latecomers may regret hesitating. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about El Salvador's Bitcoin adoption could empty it of its US dollar reserves? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. Article two, NFTs, what they are and how they will impact photography. So by now you've likely heard of Mike Winkleman, the artist best known as Beeple. This past March, he cemented his place among the top three most valuable living artists. After his collage of JPEGs every day, the first 5,000 days, sold as a non-fungible token at Chrissy Auction House for $69 million. Before the sale, he typically sold prints for an average of $100 each. Artists are finding a new market for their work with NFTs, and some are even experiencing life-changing financial freedom. What are NFTs? NFTs, non-fungible tokens, are unique digital assets that live on blockchain technology. They can be music clips, video, animations, digitized artwork, photos, or even a ticket to an event, such as a movie that took place at a specific time. What's notable about NFTs is that they prove ownership. Blockchain technology was first devised in 1991 by Stuart Haber and W. Scott Stortoneta. Their purpose was to create a system where document timestamps could exist and not be tampered with in any way. Fast forward to 2008, where a developer or possibly a group of people with the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto iterated on an initial concept and utilized the blockchain as a public ledger for Bitcoin cryptocurrency transactions. Bitcoin and Ethereum cryptocurrencies that live on a blockchain are fungible. One Bitcoin or one Ether can be exchanged for another of identical value. As NFT is non-fungible, meaning it's unique and cannot be replicated and replaced, there are other blockchains supporting different cryptocurrencies that can host NFTs. For the sake of simplicity, we're going to focus on Ethereum blockchain where most major digital transactions are taking place. A single ETH has of this writing is worth roughly 3,300 US dollars. As an artist, you will need to purchase at least a fractional amount of ether for so-called gas fees. This will enable you to cover the costs associated with minting your NFT, which places it on the Ethereum blockchain and listing it for sale. Digital wallets such as MetaMask streamline this process. You're required to have a digital wallet in order to connect with NFT marketplaces and authenticate your identity. So why collect NFTs? If NFTs are digital files, can't they be downloaded or copied many times over? What is the purpose of buying an individual NFT? For a collector, the intrinsic value associated with the purchase of an NFT is supporting an artist whose work they admire. When you own an NFT on the blockchain, you have the ability to flip it, sell it, or in the second market for profit. The collector won't be the only one benefiting from this transaction because it has a unique identifier and there's a record of the work on the blockchain. It's easy to track. Importantly, the artist benefits every single time their NFT changes. As photographer Trey Radcliffe told DP Review, I get 10% of every subsequent sale until the end of time. So that's pretty cool. It's a simple process for the owner of the NFT, really. They view the NFT, click sell, put in a price they'll accept and wait for bids to arrive. If someone meets the price, it sells transfers instantly. Radcliffe's latest collection, 
beautiful cities of the world made $250,000 in the first three hours after launch. So what NFTs mean for photographers? If you've reviewed a recent commercial or print ad for Audi, Apple, or IBM, you've probably seen Ruben Wu's work. The musician and professional photographer is also an ambassador for phase one cameras. Most of my income has come from the commercial side of photography, client-based work. It's something I'm very grateful for and something I'm very privileged and lucky to get. The reason I've been getting these clients is because of personal work. Personal work sparks inspiration in clients, in agencies, and people to come with ideas that involve you. And they end up hiring you. It's self-directed and organic. I've been very lucky to have a very large audience for NFTs. What NFTs has been able to give me is the luxury of time where I'm able to say no to more client work, where I can be much more selective and commit the few months of my time to personal work. There's less of a risk. It's rebalanced one part of my business with the other. The client stuff with the personal stuff, before it was really imbalanced, NFTs are this extra channel. It feels more healthy. Kath Simmerd has made a career of hosting photography workshops around the world. Even with all her success and large followings across various platforms, she approached the NFT space with genuine curiosity. I'm not a huge tech person, but somehow crypto and crypto art really caught my attention. I love everything that is new and avant-garde, and NFTs are exactly that. I started to jump on clubhouse rooms and got on Twitter, slowly building my knowledge and getting and making new friends and connections. What excited me most about the space was a strong sense of community and building up each other, which frankly, I haven't felt anywhere else, especially not on Instagram. NFTs have pushed me to take a deeper look inside my work and how I connect with my art, understanding why I create the way I do. The freedom to create what you want on your own terms is appealing. Kath has been able to sell one-of-one edition NFTs at top prices by thinking differently. Most NFTs we see right now don't have an IRL in real life aspect, and I really wanted to offer something that hasn't been done before. I do think that this in-person trip paired with a chance to learn photography from me while getting a new NFT created for the collector during the trip helps adding overall value and ROI by offering up an in-person workshop experience, including a one-on-one photography lesson, Simard was able to fetch 30 ETH for an individual NFT. NFTs shift the focus back on the art, and this is what we got me the most excited, to create a real art project that tells a story, my story. I feel the NFTs are a great way for artists to eliminate all social pressures and truly recreate for themselves while building their own careers according to their rules. Is there a market for photography? Well, anyone claiming that NFTs are a temporary fad hasn't witnessed some of the recent activity happening beyond people's historic sale earlier this year. From Bored Ape Yacht Club to CryptoPunks, millions of dollars worth of ETH is exchanging hands or wallets on a daily basis. While price floors or the bare minimum entry costs are approaching the tens of thousands of dollars for these quirky illustrations, a new trend in the photography world is emerging thanks to Justin Aversano and Alejandro Cartanegra. More than anything, it emphasizes power of storytelling. According to Ruben Wu, the photography space started slow. When we started out, there seemed to be just one way of doing it. High value one of one's editions of one photo. Now there is another path for photographers where it's more series-based and collection-based and they're priced differently. 
You have the potential for secondary sales and for those sales to continue happening, this helps the creator earn a living from that. You've seen lots of amazing collections come out of recent months. Wu continues, obviously Twin Flames was one of the first ones that you can have carpoolers by Alejandro Cartagena. Those two have really blazed the trail for this. And now there is a real way that photographers can earn a living, which isn't just one of ones. Most photographers aren't able to get to that level yet. Alejandro Cartagena's 50 carpoolers collection of photo photographs started in 2005. Six years in the making, Cartagena's ability to locate a distinct vantage point where he could photograph construction workers being transported from the northern suburbs of his hometown of Monterey, Mexico, to the southern part where they worked is what made his project stand out. My interest was to continue this narrative of how big cities have unintended consequences because of the expansion coupled with the lack of support. Making these images was a natural progression. People have known about this project through the internet more than through exhibitions or books where I have published versions of the project. All images in the collection have sold and many are listed on the secondary market. Cartagena's latest collection, images recovered from Mexico City's dumpsters and subsequently restored is listed on OpenSea, a top marketplace offering low cost and flexible minting options. Its rapid growth over the past few months is a strong indicator of where the NFT market is headed. So NFTs photography going forward. NFTs can be thought of as a future of artwork. You can display your collection in virtual galleries and allow anyone online to view it. Curators have identified emerging talent and given them new audience. Karine Baptiste, whose imagery depicting personal family tales has attracted top collectors, explains why she started minting NFTs. I got into the space thinking, and thanks to Diana Sinclair, who's a member of Black women photographers, like I am. She was talking about how there was room for women in the crypto art space and sold me on the possibilities that existed there. We're still in the beginning phases when it comes to discovering what's possible with NFTs. While photographers have been finding success in the space, Trey Ratcliffe warns that it seems pretty hit or miss. I do recommend trying it on a few marketplaces just to see how it works. Another concern that shouldn't be overlooked is the environmental impact in terms of carbon dioxide emissions associated with the creation of mining of cryptocurrencies. Photographer Tracy Liu uses Nordy, a solution that offers the environmental impact of selling NFTs. Norris allows you to directly purchase the carbon removals that farmers take out of the atmosphere and store in the farm soil. It's a solution worth examining as more artists continue to enter the space, looking for new ways to tap into their creativity and gain more financial freedom. I think the NFT photography space is one of the most important things for photography in the last 30 years. Alejandro Cartagena explains the ability to sell directly to a buyer without an intermediary gives artists true power. It extends beyond photography too. Noel Thomas, who regularly contributes to YouTube's Nature Relaxation Films channel, says, after researching it, I realized this could be a pivotal moment to get in a new emerging community and market for art. The thing that attracted me was the connection to the blockchain and its authenticity. I create videos, so this is something I can relate to, and now I'm thinking of how it could evolve in the future to other and include other forms of art, trade, the metaverse consisting of virtual galleries and worlds is where we're going to ultimately be spending more time. 
I can see a lot of artists kind of collectors from the physical world moving into the NFT space as well. Considering that probably fewer than 1% have even heard about NFTs, they are the future, adds Kath Simard. So there you guys have it, a long article about NFTs, what they are and how they will impact photography. Comment down below and let me know if you actually understand the whole realm of NFTs and if you actually hold some or you plan to buy some in the future. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, let's keep on going. Article number three, is gold dead? Bitcoin price to hit levels we cannot imagine. Ronald Peter Storfel. After this tipping point, inflation will continue to climb up. Real, in, real interest rates will remain in negative or near 0% territory, and the monetary policy will become less impactful for the markets that fiscal policy. This will be an era of fiscal dominance. Stoffel told David Lynn that the sentiment for gold is already that negative that the price can go to a new all-time highs within the next couple of months, so we are not so far away. Severe pessimism in the gold industry is a good sign for a contrarian perspective, Stoffel said. On Bitcoin, he noted that the next phase of price appreciation has not even begun yet. I think if Bitcoin will be around in five to 10 years, prices will go to the regions that we cannot imagine at the moment. Because if you really see it as a hedge against inflation, against those big monetary experiments going on, and if you compare it to the size of the real estate market, to the bond market, I think there's a lot, a lot of catch-up potential, he said. So there you guys have it. Is gold dead? Bitcoin price to hit levels we cannot imagine. Comment down below and if, let me know if you agree with this article, if you think gold is dead. Or comment down below if you think that gold, silver, and all those other um, assets is better than holding crypto assets. All right. Uh, I just want to take a short break to say thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Uh, it does help me a lot if you can leave a rating and a review. Uh, in the podcast, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, or Google. And if you're on the YouTube space, uh, helps me a lot if you can like, share, and subscribe it. Uh, any help that you can do, I greatly appreciate it. So yes, thank you again in advance and to all my supporters. Again, thank you. All right, let's keep on going. Article number four. Bitcoin isn't far from its peak, but here's some hodling advice for investors. Bitcoin market has seen quite a few flash crashes over the years. In fact, they've sort of become an inevitable tradition at this stage. The one that took place on 7 September managed to instill fear and panic in the minds of relatively new market participants. This in turn resulted in weak hands selling their hodlings. What did others do? Well, market participants who've seen such crashes in the past resorted to adding more coins. So is it really already time to give up on Bitcoin? Cycles exist in all markets. The Bitcoin market too, for that matter, is cyclic in nature. After every 210,000 blocks are mined approximately every four years, the cycle changes. This is essentially marked by the halving event that takes place where minor rewards are cut by 50%. Every phase of every cycle thus far has been significant in its own way. Hence, looking at the way bull markets have unfolded in previous cycles would give us a rough idea about what to expect this time around. 
In 2013, it took almost 287 days for Bitcoin's price to hit an all-time high. Similarly, in 2017, it took the market around 289 days to achieve the same feat. As far as this year is concerned, we've already crossed the 250-day threshold and are merely a month away from stepping into the 280-day phase. By and large, this means that the clock is ticking fast. However, if the number of blocks since previous highs are to be considered, the Bitcoin market has additional time in hand. The crypto's price peaked when it was around block number 50,000 in 2013, while it managed to pull off the same at around block 44,000 in 2017. Now, as can be seen from the chart attached, block 48,000 appears to be quite close to the implied top of this bull run. Currently, over 40,000 blocks has been mined already and need to go 8,000 blocks further to get to 48,000. Keeping the 10-minute block time in mind, it can be said that the market is about 55 days away from its peak. What's more, the cyclic price has always maintained the sanctity of the spiral by remaining well within the boundaries of its respective concentric circles. As such, there is no deviation from this time either. The blue dots in the chart attached below represent all-time highs. Curiously, they've all fallen within the same quarter of the circle thus far. Ergo, if the tradition were to be followed this time too, the market would likely witness another peak in the next couple of months. So what do you guys think about Bitcoin isn't far from its peak, but here's some hodling advice for investors. Comment down below if you're a true hodler or if you think that, nah, I got to get out of this. So comment down below and share what you think about it. All right, let's take a look at the final article for today. It's a main topic from getting robbed of millions to even losing their lives. These influencers and Bitcoin traders have paid a very heavy price for flaunting excessive wealth on Instagram. Wow. Insta bragging. Urban Dictionary describes the term as the immediate posting of self-congratulatory photos on Instagram with the sole intention of inspiring jealously among followers. The idea is becoming more overpowering than the app itself. Social media influencers may be rousing envy in several followers, and unfortunately, these feelings aren't the only emotions they stir. In addition to adoring fans, the flash of instant wealth by Bitcoin traders and Insta influencers also attracts robbers and criminal gangs that do more harm than just take a few freebies away. Recently, we have noticed a surge in cases of influencers being attacked by gangs and individuals after witnessing their opulent and glamorous lifestyle wrapped in excessive wealth and abundant luxury. Influencers come as an all-out braggart, and some try to pull it off by resorting to humble brag subtly. But the ones noticing your lifestyle and the sudden change in it for the better are irked, and your mass subtly is not a deterrent. Experts believe around 8% of people could be targeted by criminals due to what they share on social media, even using pictures to pick out loot or find entry points to people's homes. It's believed 78% of burglars use social media to case potential victims. Platforms like Rich Kids of Instagram are a one-stop shop for such gangs and thieves where they can easily pick and choose their targets and pull content for the Instagram accounts of influencers around the globe. The feed is dotted with an accumulation of pictures featuring wealthy socialites parading luxury cars, the bags they own, and their many homes, also serving their impending doom on a platter. 
Elorna in Cordana, Milan. The Italian social media star enjoys 503K Instagram followers in Milan. The beauty posts several modeling and travel photos to her Instagram. Among her many images, the acrobat thieves carefully pursued her lavish lifestyle and paid particular attention to what she owns, making her the target. The modest operandi of the gang in Milan is to thoroughly examine photos posted on Instagram to get access to the homes of wealthy people and work out what loot they could snaffle. Thieves watched as Miss Icardona left her apartment building and made another Instagram video announcing that everyone, including her pet chihuahua, Oliver, had left her home. If nothing, the thieves knew for a fact that the coast was clear. Making up with the moniker Acrobat Thieves, the group surmounted the wall faster than the reptiles made off with Chanel and Louis Vuitton bags, uh, a few assorted jewels. The gang allegedly stole nine designer handbags and clothing items from the home of Icardana in December. Police have managed to receive most of the loot. Kieran Hamilton, Manchester. Being a cryptocurrency trader brings you loads of money, followed by loads of trouble. Making money and not spending it is futility exercise that leads influencers and overnight crypto sensations to go overboard with their display of wealth and bling. Kieran Hamilton also routinely posted photos of himself on luxury holidays, painting the town red and luxurious shopping sprees. An unfortunate incident followed when the 21-year-old was attacked by two masked robbers who broke into his greater Manchester home and demanded valuables. The robbers captured his gold bracelets and gold wedding ring before stabbing him in the arm. They also took his Apple MacBook laptop and his nearly 1,400 French bulldog Rambo. The robbery took place early in the morning around 6 a.m. and Hamilton's baby daughter was at home and screaming in her cot. Hamilton said, they stabbed me about 40 times, but most of them didn't pierce. I've just got scratches on my arm. I didn't really have time to be scared. It was fight or flight. He continued, they couldn't get what they wanted from me, so they stole my dog and tried to get one up on me to hurt me in that way. His mother, Nikki, said the robbers were telling Kieran to give them this, give them that, but he didn't give them anything. He has lost a lot of blood. There is blood all over the house. It could look like a massacre, she said. He said that it looked and felt like hours that they were there, but it was probably only minutes. I don't think they'll go back. It was such an ordeal. Delita Liotta, Milan. Giula Delita Liotta is an Italian television presenter from Cantania, Sicily. Uh, Liotta currently presents the Serie A broadcast for Dazone since the 2018-2019 season. In fact, the famous influencer is the former sister-in-law of the well-known TV presenter who has 6.5 million Instagram followers and are constantly updated about the events in her life from sports coverage, gym sessions to luncheons. She too was targeted by the same acrobat thieves notorious for targeting well-known Italians in Milan, including Elorna Icardona. It was revealed that the theft took place when a 28-year-old was dining in a local restaurant as her stories would have made evident. The thieves entered the Liotta apartment after forcing a trap door that gives access to the roof. Then they descended to the balcony and entered through the window after moving it open. The thieves took valuables worth nearly $182,000. According to Mundo Deportivo, Eight watches, including some Rolex, several jewels, and cash that she had in a safe were taken from the property. The video surveillance cameras filmed the entire sequence outside the building, and Milan police arrested a gang of five in June 2020. So Mei Yan, 
Hong Kong. While some influencers have not faced their wrongdoers as they have been launch, launching away at a newly opened hotspot or traveling, others have it harder. Not only did they lose valuables, but they also faced an ordeal in its face and dismally in the company of their hapless influence. Hong Kong cosmetics influencer, 25-year-old Mei Yan and her six-month-old baby were the target of one such terrifying robbery. The daring daylight uh, robbery took place at her fancy apartment in 1 West Kowloon on Lai Chi Kok Road. The influencer and her child's take caretaker were tied up, threatened with a knife, and forced into a room. On seeing one of the culprits rubbing her son's forehead with force, Mayan begged the intruder, intruders to take whatever they wanted, which was roughly $533,000. Mayan said as the doorbang rang, the maid opened a door and three men rushed into the unit. One of them returned and pulled my hair, asking where I put my money. The robbers did take a lot of luxury goods in the 533,000 hall, including 10 handbags, seven watches, a laptop computer, and two mobile phones. Once they fled the scene, Mayan managed to free herself out of her restraints and called the police. Ashraf Hakimi Milan. In November 2020, the apartment of Moroccan footballer Ashraf Hakimi was broken into by none other than the infamous acrobat thieves. Hakimi, was, who was transferred into Inter Milan from Borussia Dortmund in September, had been living in temporary accommodation at the time of the theft in November. The gang looted him of several watches. They used Instagram to spy on his locations, movements of the target, and his belongings. Keeping this unfortunate event aside, things are looking up for Hakimi. Paris Saint-Germain announced the signing of the right-back uh, Ashraf Hakimi from Inter Milan in a, deep, in a deal reportedly worth 60 million euros. Troy Candy Williams, Gold Coast. Gold Coast influencer Troy Williams, aka Candyman 2.0, was robbed by a gang of young thieves. Call it a lousy case of jealousy or just plain delinquent behavior, but the kids not only partook in a crime, but they also posted videos of their haul from Williams' car on Instagram. The video shows the teens who filmed their crime and tagged Mr. Williams' Instagram account as they ransacked the turquoise Mercedes AMG, which retails for 130,000 K. The Instagram star took matters into his own hands and asked 165,000 followers to help him track the thieves down. In an Instagram post, he thanked his followers to help him track down the thieves' names and addresses and shared he received most of its items back. Williams did not go to the police, but it did have a word with the parents of the delinquents. To see his mom break into tears, ask for help, told me her life story, and they were off the rails. She doesn't know what to do. That was upsetting to see, said Williams. He continued, it's not too late to seek help and get out of that lifestyle and put your hand up and speak to someone. Wesley Pesano Santarim, Sao Pedro de Adea, Brazil. 19-year-old cryptocurrency trader, Wesley Pesano Santarim, paid the heaviest price for flaunting a lavish lifestyle on social media. Wesley Pesano Santarim was poorly going to the hairdressers with a friend when they were ambushed and attacked. The crypto trader was shot dead at the wheel of his red Porsche Boxster, and the friend in the passenger seat was left injured in the shooting. The ruthless gunman unleashed a hail of bullets on the teenager, at least four shots on the upper body and one to the head. Wow, what a sad story. The constant bragging of their wealth on social media is not going down well with particular gangs who are now increasingly targeting the type.
Wesley's latest post on Instagram, where he had 134,000 followers, was him posting in front of his car with a handful of cash. Brutality unfolded in front of bystanders in the Brazilian city of Sao Pedro de Adeia. The investigation is on, and the police have not revealed the perpetrators' identities or the possible motive for the crime. However, many believe the killing of Mr. Pisano can be blamed on the insta-bragging and perpetual promotion of his financial success and lifestyle on social media. Nikki Tutorials Uden. Nikki Degager, better known as Nikki Tutorials on her YouTube channel with 13.7 million subscribers, shared one of the most traumatic experiences of her life. She broke the news of a robbery at her house in Uden, Netherlands, where she had and her and her husband were held at gunpoint. Today, I got the news from the Dutch police that arrests were made in the case of my home robbery back in August. She continued, I think most of you know about this, but back in August, Dylan and I were at home and we got robbed at gunpoint. And that was one of the scariest traumatizing things to ever happen in my life. The beauty influencer did not reveal the things they lost as the case is still ongoing, so she cannot speak further about the robbery. But materialistic losses apart, it was emotionally and physically daunting. She said in the video, having one of these worst nightmares come true is very surreal, but it also puts a lot of things into perspective. She said in the video, now more than ever, you realize that family is everything and being in good health is even more important. So maybe in one day, I'll be able to tell you everything. But right now, it's impossible for my mental state, but also for the law, because we're trying to do everything to make this right. Kim Kardashian, Paris. While Kim Kardashian is not an influencer, the robbery in her Parisian hotel suite is one of the most brutally astonishing occurrences that can only be blamed on social media. Kardashian was in Paris for Fashion Week and had been documenting the fun while she was while showing off her flashy ring on Instagram. The Instagram-loving paparazzi-friendly star was followed by a battery of street photographers who kept abreast of Kim's busy schedule through sources and social media. It was an easy to track her movement and activities after which she was robbed at gunpoint, gagged, and locked in the bathroom before thieves left with a trove of jewels. A gang of five masked men walked away from the apartment with $10.6 million worth of jewels, including a diamond ring gifted by her rapper husband, Kanye West. If someone with her level of security can experience such a tragedy, then there's little hope for others. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this? We have, wow, from getting robbed of millions to even losing their lives, these influencers and Bitcoin traders have paid a very heavy price for flaunting excessive wealth on Instagram. Comment down below and let me know what you think. Uh, some of these stories are a bit crazy. Uh, I'm not too sure if you want to flaunt your you know, excessive lifestyles or your wealth, but social media could be a blessing or it could be a curse. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's sum it up for today. Uh, look at the prices one more time. At number one, BTC, $44,673. Ethereum, $3,270. Cardano, $2.43. Binance Coin, $398. Tether, $1. XRP, $1.07. Solana, $160. Polkadot, $35. Dogecoin, 23 cents. 
And rounding out number 10, USD coin, $1. All right, so there you guys have it. Thank you so much for taking your lovely time to listen to the Dave's Daily Crypto Take podcast and YouTube video. Again, I'm on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and I'm on the YouTube space. So like, share, and subscribe. Do what you can to help me out. And I'll see you in the next one. Have a great crypto day. Peace.